All right. Thanks for tuning in to season three, episode six. Today, we'll talk about voting. Talk about an NFL coach that maybe shouldn't be an NFL coach. Mm -hmm. We'll talk about the five safest and least safe states. Do you over apologize? Nope. You don't? We'll talk about someone that's holding down all 10 slots of the Billboard Hot 100 countdown. And we will, I don't know what else we'll talk about. You got to tune in to see. (laughs) Goodbye. Welcome to the Deacon and the Doctor. I'm Deacon Bill. And I'm Dr. Rhonda. And this is a podcast where we are going to talk about real events. Like we're sitting at the kitchen table at home. We are sitting at the kitchen table, folks. So pull up a chair and come and join us. And welcome to the Deacon. And the Doctor. Welcome to the Deacon and the Doctor. Quick disclaimer here. The views that we express on this show. Our views, people, our views. Are just ours. They don't represent the views of the Catholic Church or any church within the Catholic Church or any other church. Or any educational institution. It is... The doctor's views or my views, and that's it. Yes, but we're also sure. looking to learn more about what you think on the show. So please share with us. You can reach us on Twitter uh, or Instagram or any of those other social media Facebook. ways that you reach people. Uh, but we'd love to hear your thoughts on topics uh, or anything else you'd like us to uh, to do on this show. Because the deacon and the doctor should be inclusive for everybody so thanks for joining us hey dr Rhonda. hey deacon bill are you ready for november's biggest holiday oh what's november's biggest holiday it's november 10th the Marine thanksgiving Corps. thanksgiving 247th birthday Rhonda. oh you know well happy birthday marine corps happy birthday marines hoorah semper fi so did you see this mess? Wait, wait, wait. We're going to talk about this mess second. We're not going to open with this mess. We're going to open with, I hope everybody got out to vote. I hope everyone got out to vote. The, the day after. Too. so. But I know they didn't. Because the poll numbers all show, what do we see? Less than 50% looks like. It's always and it's less, a midterm, right? So people so, don't go out and vote. Right. So people aren't. But I know that our listeners went out and voted. I hope so. I hope everybody listening to this podcast went out and voted because it is. We've talked about voting so much that it's. Right. I'm just amazed by the amount of people that would that vote for certain individuals. Hey, whoever you vote for, you vote for. I'm not. I'm not knocking anybody's vote, and I support whoever wins the election. Uh, so I want we, them to be successful because the more successful they are, the more successful the country is. So. I always root for whoever wins, whatever you, side they're you on. You root for whom, whoever wins? Because I just explained why. I, that's uh, what democracy well, is all about. That, that is what democracy is all about. But when, like, the moral character of individuals is is I, that I'm, question, I'm, I'm, and you're I'm not, not you're I'm not, not here a to moral, judge somebody's morality. I, well, I am, I am because if I, if I'm if you're representing me. And you don't have right. moral character. So like we didn't I'm, like, I'm like, oh yeah, I'm glad you got elected. You you don't have good moral fortitude. No, your but, character but is not thing. good. I'm gonna vote for you. I I, oh, I you won, care. you won. It doesn't matter I, that I voted I for you. you. I didn't care for the morals of President Trump, but that doesn't mean I want President Trump, when he was in office, to be unsuccessful. 
I don't really care much for President Biden, to be honest with you, but I want him to be successful. I so want him to guide that, this country out it, of a potential recession because the country is better when we're not dealing with recessions. I, I agree. But here, so, yes, I agree with that statement that, yes, we might not, our, our ideals don't line up or we might not think that the best person is in right. a position. And I may not agree with want, their plan. We want that person to be successful for the success of the country. Oh, for the country. It's not about that individual Right. But in certain individuals have to be able to kind of work themselves at like it's like the, working with people, right? Yeah. I don't want to work with yeah. the person that can't manage themselves outside of a paper bag, right? Like if you can't, you know, so no, I, I don't want that. In person any leaving. job, we want just someone like, to be just competent. Like, just yes. like in the military, you don't you don't want certain individuals leading. So the military, but, but you don't get to pick that. At least here, we get to pick. Well, you do. Somebody picks. Somebody makes a decision in the military, right? Right. Somewhere along the line, some somebody at a higher level is deciding. Promoted that. Is, is this person competent promoted enough? Promoted that particular individual to the level of their incompetence. Is this? And person, now I got to deal with them. Well, right. Sometimes we have to deal with them, <laughs> but nine times out of ten, if if they're at the level of incompetence, they're going to do something that gets incompetent. Them that gets right. them removed from politicians duty, right? Politicians the same way. We got ways to get rid of politicians. But we have to wait a little bit on the po- political side. Like, there, there is yeah. no, hey, you know what? Every organization you, has a process that you got to work through. Politicians aren't any different. Yes, that's true. Well, it's, it's true. Yes, that's, that statement's true. All right. So, what is, what is this thing that has you... So, here's a lot of math. In the NFL, the Indianapolis Colts are a, a bad football team. Right? Yes. Okay. They, so they let their coach go, Frank Reich, who was getting like coach of the year. Frank attention. Reich could be sitting right here at the table with us people. And guess who I wouldn't know? Frank Reich. So Played quarterback at one I, of your alma maters. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, which one? University of Maryland. That's all I have. Like, I got a pretty good chance of, I got a 50 50 chance of no. saying he wasn't at the Naval Academy. Uh, but anyway, so winning record gets fired midseason. Okay, great. So why did he get fired mid-season? Well, because they're a terrible team this year. Okay, they're a terrible team. So that's a case in point. I don't have to wait the season out. I can fire any coach I want to fire. All right. They have two former head coaches on their staff, one of whom has won a Super Bowl in this league that we are talking about. Okay. The NFL. All right. Right? They have uh, John Fox is one of – He's not an assistant coach. He's like a special advisor or whatever. But anyway, he's okay. on the staff. But he doesn't want to right. coach. He's not a, on the coaching staff. They just hired Jeff Saturday, who five minutes ago was a commentator on ESPN. So Jeff Saturday was like the color commentator? No, or no, no. Like, he does like the daily, he, like, that, let's talk about the NFL and here's what's going on. And he have any NFL playing experience? Oh, yeah. yeah he's a, oh, he's played yeah. in the NFL. I mean, he might be a Hall of Famer. He was, oh, he's a Hall of Famer, he maybe? Might be. I, I don't know if he's... So, he was Peyton you know, Manning's let me, center let me just, when Peyton played for the Colts. He let me just Peyton tell y'all this. Everybody, Bill was like, oh, this guy, Joe Saturday, I guess his name Jeff. is Jeff. Joe Saturday just got rolled off the cart. Like, Joe Saturday's calling stuff on ESPN. He is. And now he's the coach. Joe Saturday has some playing experience. He has played in the league, yes. 
Did, has Joe, does Joe, Jeff, I'm going to call him Joe Saturday Jeff. for the rest of the time. <laughs> Jeff Saturday, does he have any experience? Like, has he coached Coaching? any team? How, how do he, you? He has coached any, the any, high school team. He coached the high school team. No NFL experience? With a losing record. No, no NFL experience. Is that what you're saying? Are you sure? No NFL coaching experience. Okay. No collegiate coaching, coaching. experience. Okay. He coached like his kid's high school team or something. That's it. That's his resume? That's his resume with a losing record. Okay. So he's now the head coach of the Indianapolis Colts. Okay. And Well, Bill, not don't for you, nothing. Don't but he have... picked to be his offensive coordinator, the guy who's calling the plays. Yes. Another guy who wasn't a coach on the staff. Okay. So and just some dude. Well, Bill, I think you're getting your blood pressure up for this nothing. This is what I'm getting my blood pressure about. We talked about this topic. If they called the you, if no, they no, called you and said, "Hey, Bill, you want to come coach the Indianapolis Colts?" Are you going to be like, "I would take that uh, money for six uh, games"? I don't have the experience, y'all. Just, just leave me alone. Let me sit right here at my table. But, and- but here's what we talked about this uh, a few weeks back. We talked about the inequity of coaching in this league. This league that is. 70% players are African American, black, right? Okay. And we can't seem to get coaches but the, in then, this league. So, the, so we have, but I'm just saying, we have men who have played and coached in this league that want to be head coaches. Who are never going to get this opportunity. Yes. Who it's didn't a, get this opportunity now for some reason. Right. Well, as you, as you, and we said, just pulled Jeff Saturday out of the TV booth. Zero experience, zero idea what's going on. And their people doesn't know how do you, the players or the staff. How do you know? Because he hasn't been there. He's watched them on television like you and I have. That's his familiarity with these players. Okay. He knows the owner because okay. you know the owner, the owner was there gave when him he the job. Blind. Right. So hey. Again, it just it, and and when you just put somebody as an interim, gosh, you get around I can't the even Rooney. Say room. anything, man. I tell you what. So, okay, yes. So they avoided the Rooney rule by just saying, okay, we're gonna get Jeff Saturday in here. Jeff Saturday's might not be their coach after these six games. He shouldn't be their coach for these six games. That's your opinion, right? But I I understand what you're saying, and there there there's. Every- they could have given someone, a person of color, an opportunity to, to coach. Give, give a coach. Uh, or someone with coaching experience in 99. the 99.999% of the time, you just elevate somebody on the staff. So, and you had Gus Bradley there who coached at Jacksonville. He ain't getting a chance again. You could have made him the interim coach. Okay. Giving him a couple more dollars. Everybody's happy. He knows the players at least. He's well, not walking in on Tuesday introducing himself when they play a game on Sunday. Okay. Well, Bill, against you know guys what? who get paid to play. I, I, I think you're just wasting a little bit too much time on this. I mean, we, we, have, we have hashed out the fact that there's not equal opportunity. But again. And here's a shining example. This, this is an example. Of I, inequity. I, I agree with you on that. Um, everybody, but, I want everybody out God, there I mean, in Deacon and the Doctor Land. To cheer for the Raiders this weekend. That they crushed this team. I do think it's funny, too, that right before he got picked up, he wrote a scathing article on ESPN.com about how the Raiders were the worst team in the league. 
Well, well. Way to go, bulletin board material, coach. Got- I hope they stomp the Colts just for that. Okay. Well, Bill, I see that you're passionate about this. And uh, Jeff Saturday, good luck, buddy. Um, I don't know you. You could be sitting here next to me. I still wouldn't know you. Hey, so you know how they do the Billboard uh, Top 10 countdown? Yes. Guess who has the number one song on the Billboard Top 10 countdown? Like Billboard Top 10 now? Yeah, like right now. Uh, like, I don't know, Beyonce. Not Beyonce. Um, probably the other mega female star right now. Okay. Taylor Swift. Oh, yeah, she, she always, she came out with that album recently. Right, so she came out with her album Midnight at Midnight, right? Okay. So, she's got the number one hit on the Billboard Top 10. Guess who has the number two hit? Uh, Taylor Swift. That's right. Number three. She has a number three, too? Number four. Wow, she racking up then. Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. All ten. She has the top ten. Or all one person. Hey, she's doing something, right? Yeah. But have they changed the way that they do that? You know, because now, like back in the day, I think it was, you know, radio plays that determine. I think it's all hits. How, and, how uh, that stuff. Now it's like by how many people downloads and play Apple or download your whatever it is. stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So Spotify, whatever it is, whatever the kids are doing these days, Rhonda. She's gotten a lot of listens then downloads, plays. Right. That just amazed me when I saw that. Um, something else that I thought was pretty funny uh, this past week. Let's see if I laugh. Daniel Craig, yes. most famous for playing. Uh, double recently o- playing. 007? 007, right. So in the James movies, Bond, I mean, yes. James Bond. So in the, the movies, 007, you know, is invested with knighthood and, you know, the royal order of St. Michael and St. George, right? So this week, the actor, mm-hmm. life imitating art. Okay. He was just bestowed with that honor. So oh, okay. Now, Sir Daniel Craig to you and I. Well, that same thing happened to um, Sean Connery. Did. Yeah. Right. Did Roger Moore have one? Had was he knighted as well? I don't know. I don't know either. Cause you know what I don't care about. (laughs) (laughs) Whether Double O Seven got a knighthood or not. Hey, do you have an over apologizer at your job? I know you do. Well, I do. I there's there's one person that you know. Whenever they like, they send you a text and it's not even if it's during work hours. Sorry to bother you, like right. Like, you're bothering me. You're not really sorry because you're not going to not bother me. <laughs> you just say sorry every time before you bother me. Or the person who walks into the meeting two minutes late or logs in because we, we don't go to work anymore, right? Logs into a meeting two minutes late and they're like, oh, I'm so sorry. I lost track of time. Really? You're not really sorry. You're just an over-apologizer, right? No, but are they an over... Is that person... In the moment, I could see someone saying, hey, sorry for being late. Like... If it's not something that frequently happens, I'm apologizing for genu- genuinely not honoring your time, right? Right. No, but I if, mean if the, the person person's always, always late. And always leads you, with. Like, you don't give a damn gone. Right. You don't care that you didn't get here on time. <laughs> you're going to be late to the next meeting. <laughs> right. Just stop stop saying you're sorry. Oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, I'm so sorry. Right. And to your point, like the person who leads off a conversation with, 
sorry or like sorry to point this out, right? You're not sorry, sorry. to be the one that, that brings up the bad news or something like that. I'm like, that's an over. Why do people do that? Well, I mean, I I, I really think now as I think about the person and I'm thinking about. I think it's part of their character, like their DNA. Like it's just part of them to be apologetic. And I mean, sometimes it's the way that they, they, this person that I'm thinking of says it. And it's like, why do I, I even ask I'm like, why do you always say sorry? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. stop saying sorry to me about stuff. Like, yeah. just. We're good. Got right. It. You're you, doing your job. Let's oh, keep going. Sorry to bother you. Yeah. Look, you're not sorry to bother me. You're going to, you're going to ask me whatever question you have. Yeah. So let's just say you're not bothering me, that we're working, and you you got <laughs> a question for me. Let's so go. ask me the question, right. and let's keep it moving. Right, right, right. So I was reading an article about this, and it talked about how people... It it, it mentioned self-esteem, but it didn't really go into too much detail And I could there. see that being part, being, being part of it, of a self-esteem. Like, I'm not as com- confident as I... With, around certain things. Yeah. And, it, and it does, because... They're the people that kind of want you to think that they are, but they it's like an overcompensation maybe. Yeah. Of some sort. Yeah. Where, you know, I don't know. I'm just at an aging stage where I'm just like, you know what? I'm just gonna put, ask the question and yeah. keep it moving. And, and I'm, I'm not, the same way, right? Like I'm trying to do my job. Right. And if if my job interferes with your day, not my intent. But I mean, like, if if you, you know. don't have, if if I'm asking someone a question and they don't have time to answer it, I don't need you to be like, oh, I'm so busy. Like, okay, you don't have time. I'm gonna send you an email or something instead. If I'm face to face trying to have a conversation with you, I might see that you're a little bit busy. Yeah. But, you know, yeah. I guess that's the opposite of that apologizer, right? The <laughs> I'm always so busy that I can't entertain anybody else's. You know, right? It's like you're not that busy. I mean, come on. If you're that busy, then you need another person to help you out with your job. Yeah. But I don't. Mm-mm. Hey, so Wallet Hub came out with a ranking of the safest and least safest places to live states here okay. in the United States. Okay. All uh, right. So, what do you think? So, this is based on a. I'll give you a few factors here. Um, so everything from personal safety, like injury, uh, everything from like police safety, everything like traffic safety, and then also like financial risk kind of things like bankruptcies and things like that were included. Okay. Okay. So what do you think? And I've got I top think five like the and least populated five. areas would be probably the safest. safest. So where, where you Any got Dakotas there? on the list? Did not see the Dakotas. Not the, in the top five. Ne- neither of the Dakotas. Uh, is uh anything in the Pacific Northwest? No, not Pacific no. Northwest. Pacific made the top five. Uh, Hawaii, Hawaii came oh, in at number five. So Hawaii, okay, yeah. had to go all the way out to Hawaii. <laughs> Alaska's not on the list. No. What? Oh, pres- they got grizzly bears out there and, bear, <laughs> and moose. Bear and moose will tear you up in Alaska. What about the East Coast? North, the Northeast. Northeast. So New Hampshire, Vermont. New Hampshire, Vermont, or Vermont number one. Vermont. New Hampshire number three. Another New England state was number two. Maine. Okay. Where I was born. So yeah, you yes, know you it's were. great. Rounding oh. out the top five, number four was Utah. 
Utah. Hmm. So, all right. What do you think some of the least populated? We lived in one of these. Least, you've lived. You've lived in least two safe of them. state. Yeah. So Mississippi. Mississippi number two. Number two. Uh, Georgia. Not in the list. Georgia's not on the list. Oklahoma on the list. Oklahoma number six. Oklahoma. So I guess number? technically not top five. Not top. They, okay. they were the six least safe state. I I put okay. them on the list just because we live there. Okay. Arkansas. Arkansas number three. Hmm. Alabama. Number five. Hmm. <laughs> Seems like we got it. SEC is well represented Florida? on this list. No. Florida's not on the list. Did I already said Georgia. You said Georgia wasn't on the list, right? No. Either the Carolinas on the list? No. Right. Uh, you had Arkansas Ken- come in at three. Kentucky? Tennessee? No. no uh, uh, another okay. T state, though. Texas. Texas, number four. Texas is the least safe state. Fourth least. Fourth least. Louisiana, Louisiana ranked like 50th. Uh, of safest states. So Louisiana was in last. Okay. The, the least safest. Um, so Louisiana is one for least safe? Right. Like that would be the least safe state. 50. 50 49 yeah. is... Mississippi. Mississippi. 48 is... Arkansas. 47. Texas. And 46. Alabama. Okay, that's the top five. Yeah. All of those southern states. So, so what was watch the, out when you're what was traveling the reason? Those... What was the reason for those states being uh, the least safe? It was just like these what? these factors. Again, so the personal, personal safety. safety. Um, oh, weather was also. I didn't mention weather before. Okay, weather so that makes sense that like Oklahoma yeah. would definitely be on there. I'm surprised that Missouri or other states weren't on there. Um, for, and for then weather like, like road safety, financial well-being, all of that. So was, those are states that like, especially Arkansas, Alabama, and Mississippi are all states that are in Louisiana. They're all affected, you know. Yeah. GDP, low GDP states. Yeah. And Louisiana, obviously, with weather. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I am happy. Uh, I, I saw this. Uh, Paul Pelosi was released from the hospital back at home. No, isn't that some crazy stuff yeah. right there? Like, Absolutely. who the heck attacks? Like, that's just like somebody coming in here saying, oh, okay, I'm going to attack Rhonda, but Rhonda's not here, so I'm going to get the hammer after Bill. Like, you're not even, like, that doesn't make sense to me. Well, I, I know that it doesn't make sense, period. Right. Let's, but don't ever try to explain crazy. Crazy. Yes. yes. I tell people that all the time. Don't, don't justify it. Don't try to explain it. But are we moving in this direction as a country? See, and I, I think this gets back into, like we said about the election. Like, look, I may not have voted for you, but right, I'm going to support you 100% because I want you to do well so, in your job. Whether I, I think you're going to do well I mean, or I, not is a separate I guess, conversation. I guess, yes. It, it it's just that speaks to again like when you have individuals that are in leadership positions that are inciting violence or and, saying that violence is justified and, and you have people lot this, that are not weeks, stable yeah. mentally that they then say well okay somebody said that I should you know right. get rid of these people because they're not doing right and I go and act on upon that, and then I say, "Oh well, I'm not guilty because so and so said that I should do this." And if if you remember, we had this happen here in D.C. a number of years back when Hillary Clinton, I think when she was, this would have been not her senator years. This would have been when she was uh, Secretary of State. Um, but there was some right wing, 
website went out with this story that she was leading this human trafficking ring mm-hmm. and she was using a bar in dc oh and the people went to that bar and a guy and walked in there fully loaded rifle None hurt the people ready to shoot yep. innocent people yep. uh, yeah yeah and that's just obviously he needs to to be locked away but whoever put that story they out perpetrated they the should have been arrested also. as well yes yeah there should we you but can't then, go into a movie theater and scream fire that's not freedom of speech that's inciting dangerous activity. Well, the courts have to decide that at some point if that's the case, which, you know, we, we all want our freedom to say what we want to say. But but, if, we, well, but if, we don't have the freedom to incite violence. You say that, but my words aren't inciting violence. My You're just reading my words and doing what you want to do. You're, you have free will. You can do whatever you want to do. And there's something I, to be said for that. I didn't tell that person but, to go to the restaurant in D.C. and try to shoot up people. I didn't tell that guy to go to Nancy Pelosi's house and attack her husband. He chose to do that on his own free will. He said that he's not insane. That was him free thinking, doing what he wanted to do. That's, 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 the, that's the lawyer side of it. And I'm not even a lawyer. Right. And it's, it's horrible that we get to the point now where we can't discuss... And look, you know me. I'm no fan of Nancy Pelosi, right? Yes, I think you. I, told I met her Pelo- once when I was in See, the Marine you've Corps. Already, we went right? through the and Pelosi no, toilet story, but but I pray for her safety, for her husband Paul's safety, and I don't know if they have children, but obviously for their safety as well, right? Yeah. I mean, no, I mean, um, I think that everybody, anybody that's in a public servant role, should should have the. Uh, be safe, right? They they should they should not be. And you know who else is is in danger right now? We were talking about the election yesterday. Mm-hmm. Poll workers, poll workers are getting threatened. But why? Because people are stupid. I don't are they know. Get, I mean, like, so is it a poll poll worker, a worker that's just working in the polls, or is it the people that are sitting outside? No, no, no. I mean, like the the people working inside. inside. Yeah. But why are they being because threatened? There's a, a faction in this country who is pushing this narrative that elections are unsafe, rigged, corrupt. So what is the poll worker being? What's happening with the poll Basically, worker? Basically, if my candidate doesn't win, I know where you sleep. Like, oh, that's These threats, threats are, are being happening. made against poll... Like, oh, okay. With like a poll men worker, and women just doing their job. A poll worker that has zero responsibility. I mean, I'm not... I was just going to tell you a little story. They're just my, pushing the cards the, into the machine. You know, here... <laughs> well, we push our own cards into well, the machine, we did, right? right? But I, I show up to to vote, right? And I give my name, and you know, bless her. This older lady is yeah. there, and she's like, "Well, I don't see your name." I'm like, well, "What's changed?" You right. know. So then it's like, "Oh, give me your address." So I start giving her the address, and I'm like, "Wait a minute! Like, my name should be there." Yeah. I got rid of my alias, so I should only be one person in the system now, right? Ron, Ron Scott. <laughs> yeah. So um, then I look at another lady that's sitting next to her. I'm like, can you look up and see if you see my name? And she's like, oh, yeah, I see you right here. I was like, okay, thank you, ma'am. I'm going to go over here where she found my name. And she can give me my information. She printed off my information. And 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 that was an innocent mistake, but... That could lead to controversy over voter right. suppression, right? I mean, that but, but, you could but, take that in a whole well, different direction. I guess I could say here in Maryland, you don't have to have an identification, right? right. So I did I'm not just, have to show ID. I'm, I'm just going up, giving a name. 
I need to give I need to give an address and I need to verify my date of birth right. for them to print out my I they verify you know off of that information, right? But you know sometimes poll workers aren't as quick and savvy on the tech with the technology. They cause more of a headache right. for someone because never has that ever even when I had my alternate name on my ID card. <laughs> And not the name that I use. That, so. There's a story there that you're going to have to tell the listeners now. Okay, you brought well, it up. I'll tell you. I, I I'll tell you all my story. So, my birth certificate name, my alter ego name, Rhoda. So that's what the state of Maryland required up until recently, where I could get my ID card with Rhonda on it. So, um, in the past. I and, and you know what? Even the funny thing about that, as we talk about like whether people can vote and what what names, I would go and say Rhonda Scott. It would always say Rhoda for at least the first thirteen years I lived in Maryland. Nobody ever was like, "Well, you said Rhoda, Rhonda, but the name that appears on here is Rhoda." Rhoda. So because I registered when I registered, I registered Rhonda, mm-hmm. which like. That's a whole, whole nother. You're just feeding the whole voter fraud. I'm just uh, saying. The whole faction is now growing stronger. Call it what you want to, but see, I, I, and I think that's why I got called for jury duty every year because <laughs> I had two names in the system and the computer kept pulling both names. I was registered to vote as Rhonda Scott, but my driver's license said Rhoda Scott. So there, there's, there you go, people. Why do we have daylight savings time? That's Why a, am I looking outside at, at five, five o'clock, o'clock in the afternoon dark. and it's dark? I, I wish we didn't have... What's the point? Well, I think we're at a point now where we need to go to just one or the other. Either we're on daylight savings time or and that's not. the time zone we, that's the, we're there forever or, or it's not. So we stay like we are and kind of the right. daylight works itself out because... Let me tell you what the farmers have on all of their equipment. They have lights. But let me tell you what the farmers... I I don't know a lot of farmers, but I know a few. Okay. Let me tell you what none of them do at daylight savings time is change their routine. Like, their routine is the same no matter what. Because the farm animals, they don't have watches on. But the farmer isn't saying, okay, well, I'm going to... Wake up at four o'clock now, where I used to be waking up at five o'clock. They wake up at the same time and they go do the same thing. And in general, except for like maybe a month or two, it's dark when they're waking up and going to do their thing in the morning. Well, like if I'm if I'm consistently waking up at five a.m. Yes, Um, I suppose so. But I, I the one th- I can't appreciate the fact that because if I when I get up to work out and I'm work going to work out and it's look at you dark, with the flex. dark outside. When I get up at five a.m. to go work out every morning. Let me let's be clear, people. I don't get up <laughs> at five o'clock. I I leave the house maybe at five forty. When Deacon Bill is still sound asleep. Bill is over there snoring. I'm like bye <laughs> bye man bye. I'm going to work out. Nice flex, Doctor Ronda. Nice flex. That was not a flex. Get rid of daylight savings time. That's all I'm saying. Yes. We should make that something that we write our congressmen. Our newly elected Congress Senate, people Senate and senators. And Congress on, hey, 
this is a this is an issue that I want passed. Everybody do that. Our ten people that listen to us. Hey, I'm knocking all the deacon and doctor I appreciate fans you. out there. I appreciate them. That's right. Tell somebody start else. Start a movement. Start a movement. That's what there I want to do. Start a movement. But the movement that I want to start now is in this show because we've been talking for long enough. Hey, next week, though, we will have our no-spoiler review of Wakanda Forever. We're going opening night, folks. In fact, we're going the night before opening night. Yeah, so. I'll talk to y'all about that later. But Bill was, oh, I, ain't even, I can't even start. See y'all later. Thanks.